Welcome back. It's Jokerman Podcast. And I'm Evan. I'm Ian. Ian, when we, when we t- talk about our podcast and what we do and what we set out to do with this show, one thing, one decade comes to mind, and that's the swinging 60s. Groovy, baby. Mm. That is, that this show is always about Bob Dylan in the 60s. Yes. And when he was young, and that decade is really the focus of what we do. Right. And, and so finally, uh, we're going to talk about the best of the 60s. Mm-hmm. Something, a decade that we have spent um, so much time on. Yeah. The, you know, you know, it's the decade that needed the most time nope, to be spent no else, on it. No, no one, one else, else has talked done about that. it. Exactly. Yes. And, and there's, you know, a lot of, you know, it, it's a long time ago at this point. So, you know, obviously the more recent Bob Dylan releases, everyone's been around for them. Everyone's a little bit more familiar with things like Triplicate uh, or uh, Together Through Life. But things like Blonde on Blonde, Highway 61, Bringing It All Back Home, these are things that... You know, really, they're they're lost to the mists of time in uh, in many ways, and so it yeah, because they're from so long ago. They're so long ago. It, it's like uh, it's like decoding cave paintings of uh, you know uh, from from the Neolithic era, um, and so it took a couple experts like us to uh, to really to really get to the bottom of it, and um, that's what we're here to do tonight is to wrap all of that up, uh, that work up, work that we've conducted on the Jokerman Patreon painstakingly over the last year. Anyone who wants us to have talked about any of the original shit, it's all it's all there waiting for you, all there on yeah. Patreon. Of course, we're being. Uh, I was being facetious. We oh. we uh, we I wasn't. didn't. You. <laughs> uh, we uh, we didn't um, set out to do that with our show. We actually meant to talk about stuff from different times yes and yet here we are at the end of the road you know we we have we have literally brought it all back home and so um i think uh, i think you know i think we can we can get away with this uh is is the jokerman jokerman selects the 60s you know it's not it's not gonna be this is this is not the 25 best or however many best songs from the 1960s that we're proclaiming here uh but i think it does Hopefully it will by the end of this, because once again I don't know your picks, you don't know mine. Uh, it will represent sort of a, a nice synthesis of all the classics, the big stuff that you got to hit, as well as uh, some some prototypical uh, Jokerman choice cuts. So that's uh, that's kind of the idea here, the project here. How many how many songs did you select this time? I I definitely should have put more. Um, right now it stands at I don't know, like eighteen. Okay. No, I think that's good. I Maybe. I I, I mean, was up at like thirty or thirty five. Yeah, then I, I could have. Done I win. Yeah, I winnowed it down, so I have twenty five. Right. I think twenty five is the right number to shoot. I for think you. you'll you'll definitely have the ones that I didn't put. In. Yeah, I've got I've got you know I've got some of the uh, I've got some of the big the big hits the predictable shit, but uh, you know hopefully between the two of us we've got some stuff that will make plenty of people angry. Um, <laughs> I don't know how angry they're going to be, but. There, there's definitely some glaring omissions in my list right now yes. that I can't, um, that I mean, I didn't even mean to do. But I, I was thinking, and as I'm sure you were, first and foremost, what are what are our favorite things from the '60s that aren't like, you know, there's some things that are just too, too hot to touch, too obvious. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, th- there definitely are like on mine. There are obvious choices on mine. There, there are a couple obvious choices on mine. But uh, the way I was kind of trying to think about it is like, what? Like, if I just, if I, per, me, at the end of all of this, you know, uh, nonsense that we've done for the last couple of years, sat down and said, I want to listen to Bob Dylan music from the '60s, uh, and I want to listen. I want to listen to the music from the '60s that I'm going to like. What what is a collection of songs that I could assemble that I could just hit play on and I'd be pleased from beginning to end with it? Yeah, uh, and so uh, so that's that's kind of what we've got here um, or what we will have here. But that means that some of your favorites are not going to be here, uh, and so you know, uh, as as I hope everyone has come to expect by now, um, we uh, are stupid and we relish making you angry. And so, uh, you know, that's that's what you're going to get from us here at the beginning. Excuse me, here at the end, just like you got it from us uh, way back at the very beginning when we said that New Morning was bad and Self-Portrait was good. Yeah. We stand by it. Here to the end. Basically. Going down, uh, with, the sh- going down with the old Tempest. Spoiler alert, there, there's no sign on the window uh, love here. Yeah, well, maybe when we do the 70s revisited, we'll have uh, some, some sign on the window reappreciation i guess that was 1970 right did you put new morning tracks on this playlist no okay (laughs) i forgot that it was 70 (laughs) probably written you know and demoed maybe in 69 but you know we gotta we gotta go by the the dates on uh the old columbia records roster right shall we let's do it Wow, that was one of the best ones you've ever done. That Thank was you. Really good. I'm finally getting, getting better. I'm finally getting good at this here as soon, as <laughs> after we, 200 as episodes. Obsolete. Yes, yeah. very soon. Uh, uh, I wonder. I wonder if we're going to be able to keep the harmonica for up for with the it. Uh, thing well, or whatever sh- we do. Sh- it's unknown for the out. for the unknown. Yeah, you're going to have to drop a big uh, bleep button in there. All right, lay it on me. What do you got? Honey, just let me in one more chance. <laughs> Do you like that as the first song? Because I that's, do. That's Speaking good. Speaking of a jaunty harmonica, I just, I don't even know. I was surprised myself by picking this one, but I just thought, this is, this is a pure hit of young Bobby in 1962 uh, or three. What is the song? I, I know the song. What's the title 63, of the song? Freewheeling. Uh, yeah, it's Honey, Just Allow Me One More Chance. That's the name of the song, Honey, Just Allow yeah. Me One More Chance? Jesus Honey, Christ. Honey, just allow me one more chance. I'd do anything for you. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Now, I see, I listen. I, the songs like that. I ask you. Really. That's right. Yeah, he's got that kind of elastic sound on his voice. Yeah. You. Um, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, the, that that era, those those first got like there's there's very little of that on my list. Uh, so I'm glad I'm glad that you're bringing some of that. Um to uh to the playlist here honey just allow me one more chance what a, what a great song title yeah it's good stuff <laughs> what do you have uh, uh well i'm trying I've, I've got let's see i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to start making picks because i think we're, we're gonna shoot for 25 and i've got 25 but that one's not on there so i'm already gonna have to decide which ones am i okay letting go um all right i think i got it um I'm gonna leave some of the I'm gonna leave some of the predictable stuff for for a little bit later once we uh, sure. once we're once we're rolling here you gotta we gotta work up to that 
Uh, how about this? How about uh, how about as I went out one morning? Okay. Second uh, track, yeah. John Wesley Harding. See, I was. I mean, while we're here, I'm gonna say my second track pick was was the title track, John Wesley Harding. All right. So we're we're just acknowledging right off the bat that that's something we think of right away as best in the '60s is is the album John Wesley Harding and Fantastic. certain cuts from it. Um, I'll. I mean. As I went out one morning, it's great. It is great. Yeah, I you know I I that's maybe my favorite. Well, it's not my favorite song on John Wesley Harding. We'll get to the my my favorite song, which I think might also be your favorite song. Um, uh, at at some point a little bit later, but um, yeah, just sort of a perfect kind of summary of the entire John Wesley Harding project. I think just very small, very micro, very character focused, very quiet, kind of a lurking sinister feeling to it. Uh, the band sounds incredible, obviously, as, uh, you know, a lot of ink has been spilled on that. But just that smooth bass, those drop, those fucking just dry as like a drought drums in the background. Yeah. Um, but it sound beautiful. Perfect. Uh, perfect kind of thing. And Bob on the harp, obviously. Uh, and then, yeah, just this like really fleeting kind of like fucked up story song um, about an asshole, basically, <laughs> who doesn't who, who encounters a, a fleeing uh, enslaved girl and uh, uh, casts her back to the depths of hell. Um, pretty, pretty spooky stuff. Uh, and not, uh, you know, he's not doing the monster mash here. This isn't my own version of you, but uh, it's got a sort of a cosmic, um, hum- humanistic horror to it. Um, and then the title track, yeah. I mean, what, yeah, John you know. Wesley Harding. The title track is, I think my, it's in my top three of the album. I, I love it so much. It's so good. Those little dr- the drums are like so groovy it's so good. That is good. To the poor, friend of the poor. He traveled with the gun in every hand. Do you have some nostalgia for the first uh, episode? Of I kind Joker of, Man? I kind of do actually. You know, I'm, it's like funny. A, I almost want to go back and listen to it at this point. I'm, I'm in the same room where it was recorded right now. Really, the same yeah. room. Wow. Yeah. I'm back in in Malibu and low those this many is where months it all ago. started. Jeez, we really we really have literally brought it brought all it all back, back home. home. Yes, yeah, seriously. I kind of want to listen to that again. I feel I feel bad anytime like I look at the the podcast listening stats and stuff. Like the the first the first episode, John Wesley Harding side A is always like top fifteen, top twenty most listened to. And I just like I feel like I need to we need to like put a a, a, a warning in there, a disclaimer, and say like this sucks right now. Just listen to the next sixty episodes or something, and we finally get a little less shitty at this by like mid twenty twenty. I don't know. I think that we we had a, a good episode uh, about it. Um, Do you remember anything that we said? Welcome to Joker Men, Joker Men podcast. Well. There's Two, at least two Joker right. men. And maybe, you know, three if we're including Bob Dylan, the man himself, and the subject of this podcast. My name's Evan, and my co-host... Ian. And this podcast is special, because this podcast is for people who already know a little bit about Bob Dylan, but are curious and want to know a little bit more. Bob Curious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's what's next? 
Uh, um, all right. Well, how about uh, how about we start throwing some curveballs? I got plenty of uh, I got plenty of live shit on here because I think some of the live stuff is uh, yeah, the absolute same. best from this uh, from this decade. Uh, and it, it, uh, just to to preface that, it's all live stuff from like officially. This is all stuff you can listen to on Spotify. So like, if we were really going hard, we might pull some bootleg shit. Um, but uh, you know, just for the interest of the listener at home, it's gonna be easy stuff that you can listen to yourself. Uh, I'm going to drop Mama, You Been On My Mind, live 1964 from the Bootleg Series, Volume 6. Oh. Bob and Joni's beautiful duet on Halloween, All Hallows' Eve, keeping with the spooky theme here, um, uh, at uh, the Philharmonic Hall there in old New York City. Uh, just such a beautiful, like, th- like this is this is perfect like early Bob to me like when I think of this moment in time everything that he's doing like this is this is the heights for me like the first three years of his career basically everything up until bringing it all back home like if you got to crystallize that down into just like the purest rock of three minutes of music it's this uh, which is the two of them duetting on such a beautiful song and just like kind of hamming it up um, they'd like <laughs> they fuck up the lyrics a couple times throughout they're talking jokes with each other um, and, uh, it's, uh, it's just such a charming kind of, uh, insight into their relationship, the kind of songwriting that was going on at the time. Uh, and it's also just a beautiful song. Um, it is a beautiful song. I'm always a sucker for when Joni says, uh, daddy, you've been on my mind. I can't, you know, you can't beat that. That's nice. Yeah. No, it's good stuff. Uh, daddy, you're on my mind. Let's see. What do I got? Uh, I'm uh, in keeping with that a live theme. Okay. I've got another live cut. Mm. It's Quinn the Eskimo, the Mighty Quinn yes. uh, from uh, Isle of Wight. Excellent. I was hoping you would have this on yours because I I had it on mine initially, but then I was like, mm, I've got other ones that I need to put on here. But I'm glad that it I'm glad that it appears. Oh, I'm glad that I did now because if you got rid of it, then yeah. Yeah. Quinn the Eskimo, Isle of Wight. Sort of confusing, controversial. Is this a 60s song? Is it a 70s song? First published, first appears, self-portrait, 1970, but actually performed at the Isle of Wight, 1969, available on the beautiful Bootleg Series Volume 10, that live set that we did with Steve uh, many months ago at this point. Uh, Definitely fits here in the 60s. You know, that whole Isle of Wight set is just incredible. Um, I was listening to uh, some of it again recently. Well, you'll you'll hear shortly what I was listening to because uh, I've got plenty of picks. And uh, I mean, it really is. It's great in one sense that like that was the only time that that whole vibe and energy and and spirit ever was conjured into existence. Like that was it. Um, they they never bombed the band. Never toured like that sound. They never recorded a record with that sound. Uh, mm-hmm. They just went out there and did it. And it's great that we have like a fully, you know, great, complete document of that. I, you know, in my just, selfish it's moments. A, it's a rock and roll uh, song. It's just so good. Yeah. Um, I you know. It, 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 uh, there's a lot more that, uh, that you could have done. Because that's like a basement tape song. <clears throat> um, but like really kind of like uh, worked up live and warm and full fleshed out instead of just a scratchy kind of acoustic tape from Woodstock. You know, it... Um, it's it's nice to hear some of the songs get a full live band treatment. Bob's voice sounds incredible, you know. Yeah. 
Oh, it's so it's very fun. It's just pure fun. And it's like a version of like if Bob had just continued, if they had done, gone like more of like a CCR route. Right. Like that would have, it could have. Yeah, totally. I mean, they followed through with this type of thing. There's absolutely an alternate uh, dimension or universe or something where Bob is just like, you know, kind of hanging out with the boys and having a good time. Yeah, literally, Bob follows the path of the Chugal. Um, and, uh, and that would have been great. Not a bad path at all. No. It's a good path. Probably good that we ended up with the path that we got, but, uh, that, that would have been, that would have been nothing to shake a stick at by any means. Uh, I'll drop an Isle of Wight track in here for us too. Um, Wild Mountain Time. Uh, I'm glad you included this. Of course. Uh, it's, it's so great. Such a beautiful, (laughs) (laughs) it's so good. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's cover, right? So, uh, you know, get, get over it, folks. There's going to be covers, uh, showing up here. Uh, but just, uh, you know, such a perfect little, perfect little nugget. Um, and my, probably my favorite song from that whole set, although, I mean, uh, perfect little bundle of herbs. Yeah. Uh, the purple heather, you know, um, and, uh, you know, a great song uh, right up until these days, as we saw with uh, with Steve's version with Cass McCombs, um, which uh, I just picked up myself on uh, on the old seven inch wax disc the other night when I saw Steve uh, here in San Francisco. Oh, yes. You did yeah. see Steve Gunn. Yeah, it was great. Anyone, well, I think his tour, I was going to say, you know, anyone who's out there, go go catch him. But. I think his tour is over, but next time he's back out on the road, go catch him because he's, uh, you know, he's a master up there. No one, no one works the guitar like old Steve. Uh, that was me. What about you? Uh, next, I've got a, a perennial favorite, mm. uh, which I'm sure is on your list. Okay. It's I threw it all away. Of course. I mean, there's no way, you, there's no way you can't get that in there. It's got to get in there. That's gotta be on there. Got to be on it's there. Perfect song. It's great. Uh, yeah. We've said a million things about it, so let's let's keep a, the train rolling. But you know, obviously, that's on. Show up. That's got to be on there. I will. Uh, I'll. I'll. I'll see your predictable classic. Got to be on there, and uh, I'll raise you another one. Uh, <laughs> here's a little one. Uh, like a Rolling Stone. Yeah, uh, that's not on mine because I, because I couldn't even. It was just like the free space in bingo. Right. Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Like Which, Rolling Stone. Yeah. If we were, if we were, you know, making this list uh, and just to have words on a piece of paper, you know, that doesn't even need to appear there. But if we're making this list to be music that people listen to, you got it. Rolling Stone has to be on there, and it has to be the studio cut. It has to be side one, track one of highway 61 you know there's no there's no beating it's you know it was perfect from the very first fucking snare kick um you know uh, there's great live versions and stuff too the live version 66 live version 69 strong contenders but you know the studio cut on this one is is maybe the most perfect six minutes of studio music ever recorded so you know you don't (laughs) you don't need me to go any further in detail on that like a rolling stone folks uh but i will uh, it's good music uh, you know what else is good music? Some songs that never got really properly released on a record. Mm. Some songs that maybe Dylan doesn't even play very much. Mm. I don't know if he's ever played it live. And that's I'll Keep It With Mine. Mm. Yes. I think this is one of the best love songs ever written uh, by Bob Dylan. And uh, it's the version I selected was the Whitmark demo version mm-hmm. from 1964. Just because... I think it has so much of the 
the essence of the song. It seems just like the, the song is very fresh still. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like the sort of lo-fi recording quality. And it it's, uh, you can just tell it's a diamond in the rough. Even, yeah. Uh, even then. An uncut gem, perhaps. That's right. Um, uh, yeah, I had I had I'll keep one mine on my uh, list too. I had the the sidetracks version, which I think was sixty three. I don't know if that's the same as the boot as the um the what's it called the well, Whitmark there, version. There's also the great version on um the cutting edge. Uh, right. Where he's bank account blues, right? Bank account blues. Yeah, ridiculous. That's a great title. What is this song called? Um, uh, uh, Bank Account Blues. Bank Account Blues. Take one. Alcatraz to the ninth power. No! That's not the name of it. That's what you told me when you left. I switched songs. This song is, uh, 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 Bank Account Blues. (laughs) (laughs) Correct cue, Bank Account Blues. Take one. Rolling. Um. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I mean that the the lyric. I'll keep it with my. I mean, I think it's like. I think he's saying like he's talking about like your heart, your, your very heart. Right. Give yeah, it I mean, to me. I'll keep it. Your heart. I'll keep with it with mine. mine. Yeah. He doesn't ever have to say that, and it's it's sort of vague, in a way. But I think that's what the song is about to me, anyway. Yeah. And no. I mean, if I can save you any time, like a lot of people out there. A lot of many people will help you. Some people can be very kind, but if I can save you any time, I'm like, uh, he's saying I'm right here, uh, sweetie baby, honey. <laughs> he does say babe quite a, quite a bit in the song. Um, yeah, it's it's a great song, perfect song. Uh, I, the little bit, little bit of the, uh, I think you know we talked about this a little bit with Stephen uh, on the Zevon episodes recently. Like uh, terms like um, or song titles like "Hasten Down the Wind" or uh, something like that, where it's like it isn't clear exactly, like like literally, like you know, ink on a page, what those words mean one after the other. But hearing them, and especially in this context, you know, kind of in the song itself, you get a you get a, like an emotional clarity for what's going on there. So. Your interpretation of it might be totally correct. Literally, give me your heart. I'll keep it with my heart. Um, but it might, it, it might be. Incorrect. It might be. Might also not be. Uh, but you know whether or not, like, y- just hearing hearing it, you know, kind of uh, uh, conjured into being. That's folks. That's the magic of the music. Uh, uh, it it, uh, it it gives it this this searing. Uh, um, you know, presence and, and immediacy that you can connect with whether or not you understand literally what it means and I'll keep it with mind. Um, yeah, it's great. You know, uh, I, I love it. Love the Nico version also, obviously. I, I'm kind of glad that there's like a a perfect like studio quality version from Nico, but then there's these like multiple kind of scratchy demos from Bob as well. Airport it's like, convention version. Yeah, it uh, it's one of those tracks that kind of has it's, uh, it's it's like a it's like a Picasso painting. You know, you see it from these different angles. There's there's all of these different kind of um, um, uh, versions of it that exist out there, and then you kind of synthesize, fuse them into one one canvas uh, in your own mind. Uh, great song. I'll keep it with mine. Good train song too. Should be noted. Always love a train song. There's train lyrics. Yes. 
Uh, boy, we're think? rolling. Uh, we're rolling right through this. We're gonna have yeah, to get. Yeah, that's good. Uh, this is good. Um, should I go obvious or should I go less obvious? All right, yeah, I'll, I'll stick with your theme here. Uh, songs that uh, Bob uh, never officially released, um, although songs that he did actually play, because uh, this is another live track. Live 1966, Bootleg Series Four. We could also go with the uh, the official. Uh, actual, real Royal Albert Hall recording bootleg if you want, but I think the bootleg four, that's the one that I've listened to the most. That's the one that's with me. Tell me mama. Just an absolute fucking searing, like hot, hot fire, uh, uh, in in incarnation of rock and roll, Bob and the Band in uh, 1966. Like, may, like really, maybe the the most perfect, uh, you know, um, iteration of this kind of energy. I think that they were going after at this moment in time, even more so than live versions of Rolling Stone, which are just like you can feel the fucking animosity. You can hear it, you know, coming through the, the, the headphones. You can feel it. You can hear it. <laughs> you got what you call the immortal spirit. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. Um, this is a Patreon episode, right? No, it's a free one. This oh, is this God. is the taste. This is the taste of the 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 '60s stuff that all the fr- all the all the freeloaders out there, the non-patrons. <laughs> you, you, this is. I thought this was a Patreon one. I was treating it like it was. Oh wow! <laughs> I didn't know you treated Patreon episodes differently than regular ones. Well, you treat them a little differently. You treat them a little bit more intimately, but also a little le- like you care a little less. A little looser, I see. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not like I care less. <laughs> so you ju- you literally just said care a little less. It's not that I care less. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, tell me, Mama, folks. Uh, just absolutely furious rock and roll music. Um, the band sounds like they're about to explode. Uh, the well, it's not the Royal Albert Hall. It's whatever hall they were in in England. Uh, the organ is killing it. Bob is screaming into the microphone. It's this is. This is rock and roll music to me. This is as good as it ever got. Uh, next, I have the opposite of that. Perfect. Uh, it's Moonshiner, mm. from 1963. Also on mine. Sounds so good. Like yes. it's so. It, why does this one sound so much better than anything else released around that time? It like sounds so crystal clear, and I don't know, it's just so great. It's one of his best vocal performances. It's just a perfect slow burn of a song. It's really, really something. Yeah. Uh, very good, very good music, Bob Dylan Moonshiner. Um, yeah, look, I mean, looking back at the, the kind of picks that I ended up settling on here, there, there's a really, and I'm sure, I guess folks can, can 
already start to see it now, and you'll continue to see it later. Uh, very little from the first, like, you know, two, three, four records. Um, Moonshiner was one of those that was on there, but it didn't obviously actually ever get a real release. Um, and I'm thinking, like, you know what? Wh- like, why did the early stuff, like, I just, that's not stuff that, like, really imprints on me, and, and it's stuff that I really want to come back to. But Moonshiner is... And I'm still kind of struggling with why that is. Um, yeah, I mean, because it's so good, and it's well. so well. It's spiritual. <laughs> it's like a spiritual song. I think it actually transcends. Uh, it's not just like a folk song. It, it's a song that feels very uh, profound. Right. Uh, and it, this was a, definitely one I think that was a discovery for both of us. It's not like most people know this song who are just casual Dylan fans, or even right. pretty heavy Dylan fans. I think a lot of them might not know this song and it's uh worth knowing i was surprised by how good it was and i had never listened to it before we uh, approached it on the program yeah yeah i had uh this was one that had just kind of been i'm sure i had heard it at some point but it had just kind of been lost in that first like 20 song disc of the first disc of the bootleg series because it's just endless kind of songs that all sound like this you know like just bob harp and guitar i mean um but yeah i mean i you know there's not going to be i don't know about you but there's no blown in the wind there's no times they are changing there's no hard rain uh on my list anywhere um you know (laughs) so kid if you're gonna get mad go ahead and get mad now uh but moonshiner absolutely is on there and should be on there there's just something about these you know this is this got a more timeless kind of feeling to it, and it, and it feels more, um, uh, you know, it, it, I I can it like it, I feel it, it it belongs to me or something more than those other songs do, if that makes sense. Like those other songs are so like they're they're barely they're even the Bob Mona Dylan Lisa. songs. At yeah, this point. they're they're the scream by Monk. They're like they're they're just so iconic that they're no longer uh, as fertile ground for one's own personal music it doesn't yeah it doesn't even sound like music when i put it on anymore um uh, which is you know it's not to insult them or anything and and there are plenty of live versions and stuff that are you know are fantastic like uh you know the um the live cuts off of uh budokan um i think i think he does um blown in the wind on that and it's incredible um but just the original stuff is just so it's so like so universal so like just like taken for granted it's it's hard to hard to really treat as something that's worth investing in anymore but moonshiner absolutely still retains that um love the last verse on this also let me eat when i'm hungry let me drink when i'm dry a dollar when i'm hard up religion when i die whole world's a bottle bottle. life's but a dram dram. when the bottle gets empty Sure ain't worth a damn. Not original lyrics by Bob. Uh, or, you know, it's a folk song, so it uh, he might have you know arranged this differently and come up with his own kind of spin on the words. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's beautiful. It's great stuff. What do you got next? What do I got next? Uh, I'll stick. I'll 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 stick with the same theme again. Make sure we get another one on here. Uh, Seven curses from the bootleg series. Oh yeah, seven curses. Yeah, this is the other uh, early kind of outtake, uh, you know, '63 acoustic era kind of thing. Um, kind of like rhymes. Now thinking about it and talking about it in the same episode, it kind of rhymes with "as I went out with one morning" to me. Um, you know, this like really fucked up and dark tale of grotesques 
out in the country uh, somewhere. In this case, uh, the judge who is going to hang old Riley uh, and then ends up, uh, you know, forcing his daughter to uh, prostitute herself for him and then still and then feel bad anyways. Then, <laughs> yeah, this is uh, <laughs> pretty brutal this part stuff. Of the, this part of our program today is just very dark. Uh, yeah, at least Moonshiner was about, you know, an, uh, just an alcoholic. Oh. This one, <laughs> this one's about doing sex crimes under the aegis of the United States government. Um, yeah. well, I bet, uh, you know, clearly that, that has uh, some relevance even today. Um, it's, uh, Can, let's yeah. get out of this swamp <laughs> of misery. I'll be your baby tonight is my next pick. All right. Um, good song. I'm sure that's on your list. It actually right? isn't. It isn't. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm certainly not. I'm not upset to have that on here by any means. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna box you over this. Uh, you know, it certainly belongs on any one of these lists. But I was. I was trying to be as tight, tight, tight as I could. And there's all. I can already tell there's gonna be several songs that should appear on this list that are just not gonna make it. So yeah, that's that's the. Uh, that's the, the breaks. Them's the breaks. Exactly. Um, uh, I'll be your baby tonight. I'll be, be, be your baby tonight is you know it's great. I'll be you your don't ba- have to worry. Do you take I'll Be Your Baby Tonight over... Tonight I'll um, Be Staying Here With tonight You. Tonight I'll Be Staying Here With You? Yeah. Because um, neither of those were on my list. I felt like one of them should oh, have been on both, there. They're both on mine. But <laughs> okay. we can just mention them both here because they are like, you know... It's like the Pokemon Red and Blue. It's like the same game. There's just like a minor couple differences. You know, uh, you'll get uh, you'll get Ponyta in one of them. You'll get Growlithe in the other one. Uh, you get what? <laughs> you never played Pokemon? Growl. I just didn't. I've not heard that uh, pronunciation. The little, the little red dog. Growlithe. How do you, how do you Gra- pronounce is it? Growlithe. Is it that? What's the? Fu- I don't remember his name. Well, there's an E at the end of it. Growlithe. I don't know. No. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I forgot. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, you get a different Pokemon. This is different Pokemon. Yeah, but it's, it's still... Super Mario. You could say it's like Super Mario and Super Mario Sunshine. Okay. <laughs> you could say it's like... Uh, yeah, they're both great. Uh, tonight I'll be staying here with you is... You know, it's a genre, uh, right? Of baby tonight, tr- train. Bob Western. having a good time with his lady tonight. Yeah, lady tonight, baby tonight. Western song music by Bob Dylan. Yeah. Uh, million dollar bash. Can we just move on and say million dollar bash? Is that on yours? I didn't. So I didn't include. Uh, I didn't include basement tape stuff. Okay, that's fine. No, because it because it is another tough one. It's uh, it's part sixties, part seventies. Recorded in the sixties, released seventy five. Like, where does it fit? I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't shake a stick at it by any means. But I didn't, I didn't plug it in on my list. Um, I would have picked a lot of a, a lot of stuff from like that uh, the the complete ba- uh, basement tape stuff if we were including, or if I had been including basement tape stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, million dollar bash, great song. Yeah. All right, so let's move, let's not count it. Though. All right, we'll strike that from the record. Um, uh, let's see. We'll, I'll be your baby tonight. Tonight I'll be staying here with you. Do, 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 do. Boy, we're gonna start having. We're, we're coming. We're coming in close already. Um, 
can't believe. I mean, there's so many just we haven't met. Really. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. <laughs> that's, that's the that's the difficulty with All the right, 60s. All right, I'll pull the bandaid off. Mr. Tambourine Man. Wow, not on my list. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, you must have known that I would put it on. I had a feeling that it was going to okay. be on there. So, I mean, fair enough. Uh, I picked especially the Royal Albert Hall version just because I like a live Tambourine Man in okay. that era. Okay. I enjoy that. But, uh, I'll respect that. You know, Mr. Tambourine Man, it's, it's a song that like I feel like history has tried to make it into a song that gets like pounded out into nothingness because it's so ubiquitous. That's what I was going to say. Is like it has it ha- to me it has a little bit of that time it, it doesn't blown really, in the wind though, like, syndrome to me. It only has that when other people cover it, I mm-hmm. think. When mm-hmm. other people cover it, they make it sound stale and boring. Mm-hmm. And like I I don't like the fucking birds cover of it. I never have. Wow. I think it's terrible in a, in a way. Cuz it's so sterilized it's just like so dry no it's, you know it's fine for what it is uh but, but it's, it set it set the template for a bunch of shitty shit that would come over the following you know, half. Century. i don't know i do i do resent it on some level just because it's like i think it's similar to like the hendrix cover of watchtower which is good for what it is but set the template for a bunch of stuff that like has been diminishing returns from the instant that it started sure but specifically the birds version of tambourine man is like it just does not work with the lyrics at all. It's so, again, it doesn't work. Mm. Uh, the lyrics, I mean, Tambourine Man is a beautiful and and tender song of self discovery, and uh, it that uh, that only works when uh, Bob does it. I mm. I like the uh, the the pick of the the live '60s. I like I like the uh, the Royal Albert Hall or you know quote unquote Royal Albert Hall version of that because I the the those versions of that song are really fucking wild. Like especially, I don't know if this is the same exact performance, but like the um, at the end of Document, remember you know when when um, uh, it's getting close to the end and they kind of just have that zoom uh, in like that really close tight you know, uh, shot on Bob's face and he's singing tambourine man. And it's like kind of echoey for part of it. Uh, and then it kind of like comes yeah, in and, yeah. and like his eyes are closed and the spotlight is just like shining on him. And it, like, it seems like he's a fucking space alien from another dimension. Yes. Um, yeah, really arresting, uh, kind of, uh, uh, recitation, but yeah, for, for whatever reason, I just, it didn't, there were other songs that I wanted to listen to more, uh, and enough of them that I couldn't uh, fit it on here. But I will absolutely not, you know, uh, argue with you. It deserves to be there. Obviously, it certainly deserves to be there. That's why uh, I put it on there. I'm glad that you. I'm glad that you are bringing some of the obvious picks as well. Not just leaving leaving that that wagon for no, me to pull. No. <laughs> um. All right. What do we got? You've uh, you've ratted off a couple of these, so let me let me fill in here. Um. Fourth Street, yeah, yes. Do 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 do. Gotta so be on just, there. Yeah, uh, you know. So much fun. You got a lot of name. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's a uh, great. It's a great song. This is the most boring fucking episode <laughs> of a show. I mean, we are done. We have we have we have earned it, and we no, have. People we like just get to, to coast. Yeah, exactly. People like to, you know, I know it's surprising to you, uh, but people like to hear uh, what they know. People talk about songs that they yeah. actually know about exactly, instead of hearing yeah. us just be like, "Hmm, 
Uh, here's here's another song that Frank Sinatra sang in 1956. Yeah, uh, this one's pretty sad. Yeah. <laughs> it only gets you so far. Uh, uh, hey, you know, flying my flow. That's good stuff. I just uh, well, I'm not we'll, saying we'll it's not it good later. stuff, but I mean, uh, m- most people might want to hear. I just I just re I just re uh, ran through the the my my Jokerman 100 list because we're gonna do a 100 revisited. Oh, we are. <laughs> when we wrap it up, you want okay. you better believe yeah, it. Sure. Um, and so yeah. I just I just remade the entire list from scratch because wow. I didn't I didn't want to cheat off of my previous rankings and see and so like you know see some differences see some similarities. Flan my flu, shockingly high ranking at uh, the end of all this. <laughs> that's not gonna be that way for me, but that's cool. I, re- I respect that well that's why we put out that's why we make the the combined list so that it, you know our own personal proclivities don't get too don't get too far out there uh you know but My tastes it's are unconventional yeah um okay fourth street okay what do you got next desolation row <laughs> not on my list wow what <laughs> God, I'm so glad I did some of the heavy lifting here. Uh, yeah, see, I, I had a feeling that you were going to be bringing some of these ones. Uh, I'm not going to say anything about Desolation Row. <laughs> okay, I'm not. Except, you know, it's funny. Did you know that that it was the inspiration for Watchmen? Like, the entire Watchmen was inspired by that line in Desolation Row? What, what line? At midnight, all the agents and superhuman crew go out and round up everyone that knows more than they do. Really? That yeah, Alan Moore said that was the that is the inspiration for the whole thing. That Damn, he was okay. like I read that and I thought, wow. And then I he wrote Watchmen. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And you can tell I mean it's like of course that line is the inspiration for that. It's so close. Right. It's so on the nose about what that is. And of course that's why the Watchmen Zack Snyder's Watchmen Ugh. movie ends with the <laughs> My Chemical Romance cover. Of, Which uh, you are, do you still maintain that that is a good cover? I think it's a fun thing. Ugh. Come on, you know, it's it's funny. It's fun. <laughs> Terrible. Um, <laughs> um, all right, Desolation Row, pretty pretty good song. I you know I'm uh, I, I can see how that fits in here. Um, how about? Fuck, man, we're getting we're getting close in on twenty five already. Song. We're gonna it's just, yeah, it's, you know it's a, two stars. I've got um, more stuff. I've got I've got more stuff too. I, but we're, if we're setting the cap on this playlist, Do we have to. Songs, why would we set it on at twenty five? Because we gotta. Because why not? If we're just gonna do a best of the sixties, it's every song from every record. We gotta be we gotta be tight with this. We'll do. We can do some uh, some um, what are they called? Uh, honorable mentions at the end. Uh, okay, well, I would have done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is impossible. This one is so is too hard. But that's why we like never did it till now. Uh, what What's your next thing? Like, uh, I, have, I want you. Yeah, uh, I. It's on mine too. Good. So, I want you. Obviously, another perfect song. Um, I was listening to it again today. Like maybe maybe the perf like the perfect the song. The perfect song, yeah. It, it's it, so does, good. it does not uh, get any it's better. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just <laughs> it's so good. Uh 
Yeah. See, here's wow. where we need here's where we need Clinton <laughs> Halen on on this episode to like give us some fucking fifteen minutes scholarly digression on about why it's not as good. Well, it is good, but it's like good in a in the wrong way or something. Or there's yeah, a bunch know, of whatever. references that we don't understand. The Chinese suit is a reference to uh, you know Chiang Kai Shek's uh, you know failed uh, campaign against. Wait, Mao you, Zedong. you mean we need to have uh, Asia Weberman on? Right. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, what do you got? I want you to to stop supporting the Cuban government. <laughs> I want you. I to, want you to stop. I want up. you to. I want you to rethink your opinion on on the Bay of Pigs, Israel, and 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 the Iron Curtain. <laughs> I want you to stop uh, uh, sucking off uh, young men around New York City as a prostitute, which is the uh, yeah. The, the, <laughs> apparently he, he, what he, he thinks that, that Bob Dylan is like uh, telly in in the in kids <laughs> um, uh, I have a curveball here maybe okay. I'll save it for the end because I think I'm gonna save my curveball one for the end in the meantime we've got just like Tom Thumbs blues because of course when you're lost in the rain in Juarez and it's Easter time too not on my list wow this is one of my favorite and I I, it's not like totally facetious. Like there's, or it's not totally arbitrary. Rather, there's like a lot of songs like this, like almost or basically as good. I mean, uh, fucking stuck inside Highway a mobile. 60, hi, yeah, stuck inside a mobile. Highway sixty one, the title track, uh, from a Buick six, even maybe. Right. These songs didn't make it on to my list, but this one does, just because I think. It has a certain majest- majesty. It's like mm. just a certain. It's one of the better and more mature expressions of Dylan's more uh, surreal uh, side, right? Lyrically, and it's it's just got so many great memorable lines. Lines, yeah. Well, I, I think mean that first line. You're just like when you're stuck in the uh, lost when you're lost in, in the, the rain, rain and, Juarez, Juarez. and it's Easter yeah. time too. Damn, pretty good. When negative, yeah, negativity fails, and or when your gravity fails, and negativity, negativity won't get you through. Won't, won't pull you through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, not gonna argue with you here. I'm glad. I'm glad. See, this is interesting. We're see, we're 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 seeing different shades of the '60s. I thought we were gonna have like a lot of overlap, but we have not had much so far. Different, just different songs, different, uh, different kind of moods speak mm-hmm. to each of us. Um, Perfect kind of, uh, or great sort of, you know, per- yeah, sure, perfect uh, fusion uh, of the, the loose kind of bluesy sound that Bob is going for, but also some interesting kind of obscure, obtuse lyrics. More more fun to listen to, I think, than something like Second Side of Mobile, um, which is fun in its own right. Um, but, uh, you know, it's uh, this has got a little more meat on the bone, I think. it's it's There's more to come back to. It's a cool song whenever uh, also when other people cover it I feel like it it just shows how cool the song is. Right. Hasn't like, did, I think you'll attend the Brian Ferry the, there's a Brian Ferry one maybe you'll attend it. But um the Brian Ferry cover is great. Mm. Off that know, uh, just Dylanesque record. Yeah. Yeah. Dylanesque. Yeah. The, we should do an episode on it but um 
well, I we, feel like we've we, kind of talked about it a yeah, lot. Yeah, if we, if we do the episode, we'll just talk about the songs, yeah. which we're doing. <laughs> we're I, seeing I how just, easy it is for we'll us to talk about it, these songs uh, right now. A solid right now, just name drop that uh, Dylan-esque, apart from having the best Dylan cover album title possible, is uh, a really good one, a really good example of that. Uh, props to Brian Ferry. Brian Ferry, great, uh, great interpreter of the words and music of Bob Dylan. All right, we got six more. Um, what do you have? Next? I'm, I'm, I'm making, I'm making some picks here. All right, this has got to be on there, Ramona. Okay. I'm guessing that's not on yours. It wasn't. Yeah. I love Ramona. Ramona, water, That's right. Um, I it's thought a about great melody. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, it's it's got the nice uh, kind of waltz uh, tempo. Um, I thought about putting the uh, the Isle of Wight version on here because I think that is beautiful, uh, and I just I'd love to hear any of the songs from uh, from the Isle of Wight set. But at the end of the day, original, you know, uh, plain vanilla flavor, Heinz ketchup. You know, you don't need to you don't need to get too fancy with this. Vanilla it's, uh, Heinz ketchup. You know. Uh, uh, it's 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 perfect from the from the Coca Cola Heinz ketchup and uh, have you had the new Coke? I know what, you're you mean uh, the the space yeah, flavored one. Yeah, 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 I haven't. I have. That's surprising, even to me, because usually if there's like a funny Coke, I'll try. I know it. that's why I'm asking because you are no. were a big fan of the, Look, the green, green Coca Cola when that, that was came like out a couple one years of the ago. Weirdest time. I, I, that was like a bit that I. I had where I <laughs> it was, a good I was just a big, buying Coke. <laughs> I bought Coke, but I was I was just always talking about how how it's the best Coke, how Coke Life was the mm. best one. Mm. And I, I'm actually I love that it's gone because it's like I I knew on some level that this couldn't last. I don't think I ever had a Coke Life. It, it was Coke with like half stevia. It was like half sugar, half stevia. Yeah, and it uh, was pretty good. Terrible. And I just liked that it was called Coke Life. Like that was just so ambitious. It was and funny, it and like it was I think too it, ambitious. I think the life word was like written in pa- like papyrus kind of it font was or like, like something some kind similar of to that. Goofy script, yeah. Yeah. But what what does the space one taste like? Uh, it tastes like Coke. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, like honestly after it it like vanilla Coke uh, maybe uh, after like three sips you can't you can't tell the difference. Uh, it's got sort of a cotton candy. Yeah, that's cotton. I heard that. There's yeah. like a caramelized sugar aspect to aspect it. to it. Yeah, it's got it's a little more sweet than your regular Coke. Uh, honestly, I kind of like it. I've had a couple bottles. I gotta of it. get it's pretty good. The space Coke. Coke. Uh, what do they call it? Stardust, right? Starlight. Or- Star Maybe? Starlight, that's right. Yeah, not star, that's, not that's Stardust cool. by Bob star- Dylan. Oh, the Stardust memory. Oh, the, the memories of memories. Cokes. <laughs> the memories of Coke's uh, refrain. Uh, all right, Ramona. <laughs> Good song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, is it my turn? Mm-hmm. How many more sp- slots do we have? I think we got five. So you go, and then I'll you know collectively okay. have five. Okay, I don't even know if I have five more here. But I'll I'll throw in a curveball here. I am going to say uh something that's not exact not a song. It's uh it's Come on. It's it's not a song. It's last thoughts on Woody Guthrie. Ah, okay. This is an important piece of the sixties puzzle. Interesting. And uh it is officially released on the on uh the the bootleg series volume 
one to three. Mm-hmm. And it's that that touching and uh, beautiful uh, elegy, basically, for, for Woody Guthrie mm. by, by Bob. So I, I think uh, it, that's worth listening to. It is, it is good. Uh, that's a very, it, uh, in a way, it does have a music, a musicality to it. It, it is like a, a sort of lyrical poem. Yeah, I mean, it has a, has a sense of rhythm to it at the very least. Very much. Um, that's a very scholarly kind of pick. Uh, pick. That's a very Halen-esque pick from you there. Yeah, I mean, I have a part due to that as well, but Uh-oh. you can probably guess what that would be. It's an uh, actual song. All right. Well, I guess we'll, we'll see momentarily. Uh, I, I was thinking about picking something like Davy Moore. Um, which is in that same vein, you know, not quite as uh, serious and uh, artistically, you know, kind of uh, striking as Last Thoughts on Woody Guthrie, but just in the terms of, like, live, long, lyrical, you know, kind of poem, basically. Um, but I just, you know, I was I was focused on the vibes. I'm, I'm much more Isle of Wight mindset right now than uh, I am, uh, you know, uh, the big uh, 63 kind of shit. Um all right. I mean, I'm going to say this because we get, like if we get to the end of this playlist and this isn't on here, then you know we we deserve to be strung up and uh, uh, you know uh, have have tomatoes. And there's at a us. few of these that I I know we're not going to get to that like there's obvious ones that are not going to be on. Here, okay. So. Well, the most obvious one that has to be on here remaining, at least on for my conception. Yeah. <laughs> Baby blue. <laughs> Oh well, okay. Uh, I was gonna. I mean, obviously, obviously, that's on mine. That's the obviously that's there. But I thought you were gonna say something like "It's All Right, Ma," or um, not on, not on my list. Or she belongs to me. Or, on my or list. Love minus zero. Like, not on my list. Uh, we're not gonna. Or subterranean homesick blues. Subterranean uh, is on my list, but I can I can let that fly if it if it needs to go. But or the, listen, just the rest of bringing it all back. Yeah, home. all of bringing but, it all back. Uh, I I I mean, it's all over now, baby. Blue is the best song. Perfect ever song. Written. Listen, if you're picking three of these songs, it's Rolling Stone, Baby Blue, and I Want You. And I don't think that there's really much of an argument there, uh, even even for us, uh, or even for me, at least. Somebody thinking that uh, Baby Blue is not like Bob Dylan's best song. Basically. Yeah, like it's so. Come on, it is Bob Dylan. Like it is, it is the guy. Like if he, if there's one song that contains his as much of his essence as as possible which is difficult because he contains multitudes it's baby blue uh yeah. it's it's the song that it, for me at least like really kind of that was the stargate moment you know same. seeing the colors like that was that was it same it, it it affected me so deeply when i was first listening to it it yeah it's it's also just musically apart from the lyrics i mean those those little uh I, the the guitar in the background the dun, 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 yeah dun, it's so yeah the bass beautiful. in the background uh, the bass yeah sorry yeah uh it's it, it's transcendently beautiful and it has my favorite bob dylan lyric of all time in it which there's a lot of them um it's it's crying like a fire in the sun mm. there's it's so, it's so, you like so that better perfect. than ghost of electricity yeah, crying like a fire. I thought that was your sun. favorite. I mean, that one's like, come on, don't why why pit these against each other? <laughs> but uh, crying like a fire in the sun yeah. is one of the most economical and effective combos of words. That it's good words. It's good could, words. 
it's not it's it's a bit better than i mean yeah i think i do like it better a little bit than ghosts of electricity howls in the bones of face only because uh th this lyric is it says more it just does in yeah. a way yeah i mean yeah yeah it yeah. says everything I, I think you know for me for my money like the last the last ver last stanza from Baby Blue is is like maybe the most affecting yeah. single stanza that of any music well, like not only in Bob's yeah. whole catalog and I I think we talked about this a little bit when we did the bringing it all back home episode however long ago at this point uh, but for those of you who didn't listen the freeloaders out there I'll just uh, I'll I'll touch on it again I, you know the the I don't I don't think that any particular piece of music or movies or book whatever any sort of anything has has had as profound an effect on just like kind of my philosophy towards life as uh, as baby blue which is silly to say you know because who who in reality is living like bob dylan and striking another match and going to start anew but like anytime i you know i'm at a sort of inflection point in my life that the those those words that spirit you know kind of stays with me and and hopefully helps push me in whatever direction I should be going, uh, as opposed to another. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it, you know, it's incredible. There's, there's no, there's no two ways around it. No, no other words. What more is there to say? Um, song to Woody, I put on there as well. Cause I think that we mentioned when it came up that it's, Bob Dylan's first real song. Wow. That it is the song that where in his recorded output, it's the first time you really get the sense that uh, he is doing something uh, new for himself. Hmm. Whereas all the other stuff in the early period before then is covers basically. Right. And they're very full of feeling. It's clear that he has a grasp upon the the content and the and the instrument that it's that's very impressive. But I think we did acknowledge when we first talked about uh, the first record, Bob Dylan, that this is the song that it feels like his arrival at Sonoritas. Sure. So I wanted to include it there. All right, this is uh, it's, uh, I'm 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 pleasantly surprised at the way this is shaked out or has has shaken out or is shaking out because it's very these are very different uh, picks than I would have had on mine. I I don't think Song to Woody is uh, is not uh, deserving of a spot here, but it's not one that I like that that whole first record basically is just kind of like it's it's memory hold for me. Um, well, we we gotta acknowledge it if there's not that much to choose from from this. Yeah, I, I mean there's so. a lot to choose from from the 60s but i think that that's foundational and so we ought to include the pillars my here. pick uh my pick from the first would have been uh, baby let me follow you down but song to woody you know counts more i guess if it's his own uh composition it does count more yeah uh all right well then uh one more for each of us because uh, we're getting we're getting you know this this list could go on forever but we got to be we right. got to be can economical I, can here. i just i think that if we really only have two i'd be mm -hmm. very i'd be scared if these two didn't appear well you get one i get one <laughs> uh but there's two that we need to get 
Well, hope. And I hope that we that you. I mean, there's like nine. The right... There's yeah, like nine there's... on my list that could still go on there. I know. I mean, same. But there's two that I think we recently discussed that ought to that need to be here. Recently discussed. Interesting. So the, the, then I don't think that this we're going to get both of them. Um, Sooner just... or later, one of us must know. So that's your last pick. And. And Sad-Eyed Lady of the Lowlands. All right, you got to pick one. You're asking me to pick <laughs> one? Uh, God. If I had to pick one, I guess it I guess it Sad-Eyed Lady. Sad-Eyed Lady, all right. But come on. I, don't, I almost didn't want to put Sad-Eyed Lady on a playlist because it feels like it might throw the balance of playlist. Well, see, up. that was that was my thinking here. Is I was going for for re- I was I was privileging vibes on top of like one the of big, us must like, know kind it, of you got to put it on there. I mean, visions of Joanna too. Song. Jesus, not on Christ. there. Not it on there. On my, it was on mine actually. So no. well, it's gosh. on the honorable mentions. You can you no can. no. I'll I'll take off <laughs> anything. I'll take off a. I'll be your baby tonight. I guess. No, but of course we can't do that. Like the whole of Blonde on Blonde is a playlist right. that got to be on here. What's yours? I mean, I I'm just like trying to fit all of Blonde on Blonde into the eleventh hour here. Frankie Lee and Judas Priest. They oh, were, they were the best of friends. That's a great choice. Yeah, that's important. You're right. Like my like. Oh fuck! What about I pity the poor immigrant? Not on here. But it was on mine. <laughs> well, it was. We're out of space. No. We're at, we're at capacity. No, 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 <laughs> no. I we might we might throw it on here. I might take something off, but let's just make it thirty-five. We we gotta we gotta stick to it. To- that's the thirty. That's the, that's the challenge. Can we make it thirty? We gotta stick to it. We can talk about other other uh, uh, best ofs, but uh, <laughs> this is too hard. That's the thing. We got to keep. We we get twenty five songs from the sixties. We get twenty five songs from the two thousand tens, and they're equal. <laughs> this is so fucked up. <laughs> All right, I mean, uh, damn. I pity the poor immigrant. One of my favorite songs. Great song. Um, yeah, and I mean, one of, one of I guess I have to say one of us must know. Like, Saint Augustine on. wasn't even on there uh, from um, uh, uh, from John Wesley Harding either. I like, mean, there's I, I so, Lay Lady Lay is on my list. It's not on there. I wouldn't have put Fourth Time um, Around is not on there. I wouldn't have put the the song you put on. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have done. You as wouldn't have I went Frankie out one morning. No, no, I would have picked that. But I, I, I I'm happy that's on here. But I, as well, I went out one morning, like yeah. we don't need that on. Well, it's on there. Not if it's like gonna take the place of something like sooner or later. That's how it goes. I hate this. <laughs> There's a reason why we didn't. You put honey just allow it. me one more chance on here, which means that visions of Joanna couldn't make it. <laughs> no, it means that I I was trying to spread the the respect. <laughs> means that Lay Lady Lay didn't make it. Means that fourth time around didn't make it. I mean, that, I'm okay with uh, with those not making it. Wow. Compared to some of the other stuff. But, I mean, those are still great, obviously. Jeez. What's, well, what's your last pick? I'm sorry. What, what? It was Frankie Lee and Judas Priest. Okay. Yeah, sure. There it is. This is going to be a disaster. I, no, this is great. I, I'm looking at it right now. 
Honey, just allow me one more chance. <laughs> you know, the, the, the cruelest twist of fate is that the people who you were like, oh, is this going to make someone so angry? It's making me you angry. Upset. <laughs> me angry. Yeah. Me angry. Uh, that's the Twilight Zone twist of this it, whole it, episode. <laughs> we're like, we thought we were going to troll everyone. It turns out like, no, I'm just hurting my own feelings. <laughs> this is a uh, hell of, of my own design. Well, see, I think that this exercise is, has proved the point uh, at the end of the day, which is that, like, you know, talking about the 60s stuff is is almost is impossible. There, there's no way to, like, get to a, a satisfying resolution on this stuff because there's always something else to say about one more of these songs that is one of just the most incredible pieces of recorded music in history. And, you know, there's plenty of other people out there that have said it that will say it. That's not that's not what we're here to do. Um, but I think that this is a pretty I think it's a pretty good playlist. What uh, what else did you have on yours that you didn't uh, that didn't that didn't slide in? Um. Well, as I mentioned, uh, I pity the poor immigrant. Mm-hmm. Um, tonight I'll be staying here with you. Was on there. Um, uh, you, yeah, you put I'll be your baby tonight and tonight I'll be staying here. Well, with you I. I mean, not exactly. Pokemon Red and Blue. Um, you know, I didn't go too crazy. Like, I most of these were the ones that I meant to pick. Like, yeah. But I mean, here's some. If we want to go into uh, honorable mention, let's say Country Pie. Let's say. Uh, yeah, of course. That let's was say, online. Tell me that it isn't true. Maybe. Interesting. Or to be alone with you. Um. Those those are important. Sure. I think we can leave off uh, Peggy Day. Peggy Day, we can we can skip Peggy Day. Oh, um, but not Peggy Knight. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Have you heard of Peggy Knight? Uh, I mean, subterranean homesick blues not on there. Sooner or later, one of us must know. As you were saying, ought like, to be. Come ought on. to be. It's almost the same song as I Want You, basically, because it just flows so seamlessly from sooner or later into I Want You. But you know, yeah, they're different. Like a sweet. Um, Hollis else? Brown, I Hollis have Brown, on mine yeah, that, that, that is, should have been on there. Let's put Hollis Brown somewhere. Let's do it because that's important. We got it. We got it. We got to strike one. Yeah. Then let's get rid of. Um, All right. You tell. I'll be your baby tonight or tonight. I'll be staying here with you. One gotta go. Yeah. Um. I think that it's. <laughs> I almost just did eeny meeny miny mo. <laughs> but that's just that's just goes to show that. Um. Uh. Let's get rid of. Wow. <laughs> Tonight I'll be staying here with you. All right. That's and put fair. in Hollis Brown. Hollis Brown. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, that. I think that's also the right call for the one to get rid of, because really, Tonight I'll be staying here with you. Best done, 1975. Not even it's the true. Nashville Skyland version. Um, Spanish Leather. Uh, yeah, you know. Don't Think Twice. Don't think twice. Okay. Girl from North Country. But like, don't think twice. It's like if everyone knows. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm not saying that any of these need to be crammed on there, but just like, look at how many. Do- like we yeah. can't. Th- 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 so it just goes to show, dear listener, that like you, you couldn't do this either. Yeah, it would you, be imp- you really couldn't 25, do this. Twenty five. It's it's not possible. I can barely do this. I'm barely keeping my myself together right now. I'm and falling you're a, apart. you're a trained professional. Yeah, I'm a seasoned pro at doing exactly <laughs> this very specific thing. I'm uh, I'm at a loss. No, Gates of Eden. No, it's all right, Ma. No, no. 
No, she belongs to me. No love minus zero. No. But no outlaw blues. Uh, yeah. Leopard skin pillbox. No queen Jane. No leopard skin. No queen skin. Jane. But honestly, I'm, I am kind of happy with the ones we picked. Yeah. I think it's a good, uh, you know, a good sort of, a, a, a good tour through the entire thing. Because there are songs on there that I sure as shit, sure as shit would not have picked myself, honey, just allow me one more chance or the Woody Guthrie song. Um, but those are those are good. Those absolutely belong to, or excuse, uh, deserve to be on a best of the 60s kind of collection because they are absolutely some of the most important documents of a very important period in Bob's time. Uh, you know, it's... Uh, there's no you're you're never gonna get to the bottom of it, folks. There's no right answer. There's no finished answer. There's no canonical whatever. It's uh, and I'm sure if we did this, if we had recorded this yesterday, or if we record this tomorrow, we would come up with a completely different list. Yeah, it's it's this is it, it lives, it breathes with you, you know. So you're never gonna be satisfied. Uh, strike another match. Go start a new. <laughs> Just say that at the end of any episode. Yeah, that's that's a good way to line. It's a good it's a good way to end. <laughs> uh, sure, it's a good good way as any. Yeah. Um. Any last thoughts on Bob Dylan? This is not the last episode. <laughs> I was just Dylan. referencing the last thoughts on what oh, every time. Um. Yeah. Uh. No, the sixties pretty good. Uh, pretty good decade for, me, for Bob Dylan. Yeah. And. Just completely uh, un unlike what people think of the sixties, because Dylan like invented the swinging sixties, baby, groovy, baby, yeah. None of th- none of that stuff would have existed without this stuff. Mm. So, put thank that in God. your pipe. Thank God that Bob Dylan existed. Bob Dylan uh, walked so that Austin Powers could run. Yeah. I'm Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me I'm not sleepy and there's no place I'm going to I'm Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me In the jingle jangle morning, I'll come following you my hand, left me blindly here to stand, but still not sleeping. My weariness amazes me, I'm branded on my feet, I have no one to meet, on the ancient empty streets too dead for dreaming. Hi, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me. I'm not sleepy, and there isn't a place I'm going to. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me. In the jingle jangle morning, I'll come following you. Take me on a trip upon your magic swilling ship. My senses have been stripped. My hands can't feel to grip, my toes too numb to stay. Wait only for my boot heels to be wandering. 
get to anywhere I'm ready for to fade Into my own parade Cast your dancing spell my way I promise to go wondering I'm Mr. Tambourine Man Play a song for me I'm not sleepy And there isn't a place I'm going to Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me In the jingle jangle morning, I come following you Oh, you might hear laughing, spinning, swinging madly across the sun It's not aimed at anyone, it's just escaping on the run And before the sky, there are no fences facing You hear vague traces of skipping reels of rhyme To your tambourine in time It's just a ragged clown behind I wouldn't pay it any man Besides, it's just a shadow you're seeing That is chasing I, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me I'm not sleepy and there's no place I'm going to Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me In the jingle jangle morning, I'll come following you Past the frozen leaves, the haunted, frightened trees, out to the windy beach, far from the twisted reach of crazy sorrow. Yes, the dance beneath the diamond sky with one hand waving free, silhouetted by the sea, circled by the circus signs, with all memory and fate, driven deep beneath the waves. Let me forget about today until tomorrow. 
room. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me. I'm not sleepy, and there is no place I'm going to. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me. In the jingle jangle morning, I come following you. Thank you.